Hi everybody, we're broadcasting to you, um, not live, I guess, semi-live from E3. It's live enough that we're talking. Live enough that we're talking, E3 2008. This is, uh, I guess, Tuesday. Yeah, it's still Tuesday, yes, even though we've been out. July 15th. Yeah. And we've been, uh, been out and about this evening at the Bethesda Softworks party. Um, Throwing, of course, it's like putting on E3. Got some free food and some free drinks. You just said they were putting on E3? Yes. <laughs> oh, Fallout 3. Yeah. Michael, Michael got some free drinks and. Hey, that's the whole reason Coke. to go to the part. Yes, your Diet Coke apparently is making you more intoxicated than my beers. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't get through the intro either way. Um, <laughs> you rode the bull, though. I did. Mike was riding the bull. The real damage. He got thrown off. I got the rope. Yeah, I got a picture of it. I can throw it up on, on, a, you know, on the gallery. On the gallery for you. That's right. You guys can check that out and watch him. Uh, watch my fat ass fall off the bed. I fall off the bull. Alright, <laughs> E3 live and uncensored. What do you mean uncensored? Yeah. That's not a bad Alright, alright, alright. Alright, let's go. Alright. So, what have we been seeing in E3? We have got two days to catch up on here because of. Uh, it's really in two whole days? Yeah, the, the yesterday and then today. So, that makes two. Amazing how that works. And then there was the whole Sunday where we didn't do anything. So, I guess the intros. You're Michael Tidwell. Yes. Of RP Gamer. For those who actually listen to the podcast, that might not be news. Yes. And I'm Chris Privetier, podcast host and uh, producer. <laughs> well, Ed also produces too. Yes. So you're the director. Director. Uh, direct. You tell us all the shut ups. Well, yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> so we had some interesting stuff at E3 so far. We let's have. Start with, uh, let's start with uh, chronological order, I guess. So right. first thing yesterday was uh, early in the morning, Microsoft, Xbox. 360 conference. Yes. Um, and Chris is now looking for his uh, notes in his head. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the. All right. So there was one big bombshell. Yeah. Let's just cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. Final Fantasy 13. Or the 360. 360. They finally went ahead and did it. As I knew they would. Absolutely amazing. A lot of speculation on that one for a while, and it finally came Not through. Not for me. Not for me. Not from you. You just knew. There was no need <laughs> to speculate. There just simply was not the numbers in the U.S. to support a Final Fantasy thirteen on PS3. Mm-hmm. I mean, there still will be one. That just couldn't be the only revenue. So, but you do have to debate, would that have been the system seller? But, you know, if you're four years in your development cycle and now you're still looking for a system seller, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm not really surprised. I do think it'll be interesting if they uh, choose size over graphics. Uh, size over graphics. Right. Are you going to stick with the high-res graphics and not worry about the size, or are you going to worry about the size and tone down the graphics? Uh, yeah. So, um, that's really going to be the only thing. They're not saying anything about extra content or... Um, you know, any other changes, they're not even talking downloadable content because why would you bother at this point? You still don't even know when you're actually releasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what yeah, what decade are we planning for thirteen to come out in you know, still? With these announcements and stuff, you have to think that two thousand nine is a real possibility now. Really? Yeah. Because they're getting to the point now where they're talking about a release schedule for North America. Mm-hmm. I mean they may not have any dates attached to it, but they're like, Okay, it will take us this long, we're gonna accelerate it localization accelerated port thing you know they're pushing it faster than usual mm-hmm. which 
what do they usually do? Like six months now? Yeah. So we're probably talking three to four months. That's a pretty fast... That probably means they'll start localization before they actually finish the game. I hope so. God, indeed. Be nice. Well, okay, so after the Xbox 360 press conference, um, we went right into a Square Enix press conference where all they wanted to talk about was Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, that was actually funny because you expected them not to. You expect them to say, well... You know, thank you for coming, and we're going to discuss all our titles on the floor, and please don't discuss Final Fantasy XIII, because we have no comment at this time. Yeah. But they actually said, no, let's just talk about it. So, there's a lot about that. Um, we have a, a paraphrased transcription. Yeah, we coming up soon. At. Yeah. Yes. Um, long story short is that uh, they talked about a couple key points in the development process. They're using the Crystal Tools. Which, which everybody knew. Yeah, everybody knew. But uh, the, the cool part about the Crystal Tools basically is it sounds like it's basically a PC platform that they develop for first, and yeah. then they target it as ports to multiple systems, and Crystal Tools makes it really easy to do that. So Right, which you kind of wondered, because they originally started on the PS3, obviously, for development, mm-hmm. and now they've shifted to the PC, which, unless it's a really high-end PC, you know, is that actually a shift in the wrong direction as far as how far you can push a platform? Well, I'm sure it is a really high-end PC, but... Well, that does make me wonder. I mean, how much customization do they? they it sounds like they're going to have to do a lot of work um, to to port it to the PS3 still to right. customize it, optimize it, get it working on all the cell processors and all that stuff. Well, that depends entirely on what the Crystal Tools actually does. And they give us a rundown of their process, though. Finish developing it on the PC, and then um, go ahead and put this some outside noise. This is live. That's interesting. Someone's honking outside. Someone's honking outside. All right. Um, yeah, go ahead and do the development on the PC first, then go turn around and uh, shunt it out to the PS3, which yep. is still their plan right now. Yeah, well, that that is their plan because yeah. they have to finish it in Japan first on the PS3. And Apparently in Japan, set. it is only going to be on the PS3 still. There is no 360 port announced in Japan. Yeah, yet. so the the 12 of you in Japan who have a 360, I'm sorry. Yeah, and so they're going to put that out on the PS3, and then at the same time as localization for North America and Europe. They're also going to do the 360 port for North America and Europe. And the plan is then to be able to release both for PS3 and 360 here in the North America and Europe regions. Yeah, they didn't... I think there's some mistranslation there. I don't think they're actually saying that North America and Europe get it at the same time. I do think the PS3 and the 360 come out at the same time for no, each region. No, no, they said it was going to be really close. They specifically said that. Close and, isn't and the it, same time. You know, they, like within a week or something. Are you sure? They wanted it. Yeah, they, they mentioned that. They... Even said at one point, like, yeah, we know that maybe it won't be perfectly exactly the same, but it should be very close, like within a short time frame. Because I wonder about that, because, you know, Europe isn't just English. They have to do English, German, French, Spanish. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, on the 360 slide, it said simultaneous relief, normal North America and Europe, so. No, actually, on the slide, it said at launch. It didn't actually say. So I think that meant when it actually comes out. Uh, there won't be a delay between PS3 and 360. I don't think that says that the regions come out at the same time. Well, you know what I want? I want a release date. I, and they still have a yes. one, So that would be nice. That would be, let's argue about getting a release date before we argue about which region it's for. Uh, well, and the big, big question that um, comes out of that is like, okay, so you've got this development cycle that starts on the P- PC and then uh, trans, you know, gets transferred over to PS3 and stuff. And the question is, what about a PC release? Yeah, that was pretty funny. I asked that because I was thinking along the same lines. Last Remnant is going to have a Games for Windows release. And so I was like, hey, you're making it on a PC. You're porting it to these systems. Why don't you release it on the platform that you're making it on? And they all were like, 
Uh, I, I we're not talking about I believe, that. I believe the actual expression was, uh, <laughs> yeah. some sort of groan. Of it was actually a duo. We'd have to do it together. Be like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Even in you know, even you don't know a lick of Japanese, <laughs> that had, translates. I think well. he was afraid of this question coming and not being able to give a good answer for it. I do. <laughs> that is undecided at this time. Yeah, and, and it was wasn't no. Yeah, it yeah, was wasn't just, a flat out no. That was really interesting. But uh, I'm going to guess it would be after, which is ironic because ostensibly they'd be done with it first. But it sounds like you know such a plan would probably come last as far as their release schedule. I really think that Square Enix uh, Limited wants to see how Last Remnant does on the PC before they make that decision. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, that's a good point. That was another announcement at the 360 conference, and was that Last Remnant's getting a game for Windows port? Wasn't yes, it? I don't believe. We but knew it didn't that have before. a release date. Last Remnant didn't have a release date? Not for PC. Ah. It had a release date for uh, the 360 and the, I, I believe the PS3 as well, but the 360 for sure, 1120. Ah. But there was no actual, uh, they just said also for games for Windows, but they didn't give us a date. Mm. So it could be a couple of months later, it could be, you know, who has any idea? No, oh, well. Um, and what else we get out of the Microsoft press conference? Then? Uh, well, we did get a release date for, uh, well, a release area for like Star Ocean, mm-hmm. and for what is the release area for Star Ocean? I believe that would be spring of next year. Yes, I believe so. And Star Ocean Four, that is. Yes, yeah, Star Ocean: The Last yeah. Hope. The Last Hope. Which isn't the name of Star Ocean? Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You are my last hope. Yeah, what, what was the subtitle for Star Wars 4? Star Wars 4? Uh, uh, The Last Hope. <laughs> Just checking. I think it was The Last Hope. Either A Last Hope or The Last Hope, yes. A New like... Hope. No, Star Wars Episode 4 oh, was A New a Hope. A New Hope, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, we were close. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Is it? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, for the most part, that's all we really got on Microsoft was a bunch of release dates and the... Uh, as I call it, the FF bomb. The Final Fantasy Megaton. Yes. And, uh, and, and NeoGAF exploded. 3,200. Yeah. Last I checked, and that was like yesterday, 3,200 replies on the thread about that. Yeah, I Our even, boards exploded. Our boards exploded. We got like 100 in five hours. 153 yeah, in like guys. five hours. I was actually worried that you weren't going to break it because we got to like... 90, 95, and then there was like this two-hour gap, and I had to poke you. I was like, hey. Oh, we're at 167 right now. Live update. That's uh, pretty good. Still going after a day Keep and a half. going. Yeah. I Everyone's hope it's not turning into in Final Fantasy fanboyish blood wars Oh, now. come on. I'm sure it was there at the fifth post. Oh, snap. Well, that's what you do. No, that's not what you do. You have to wait until there's established before you can throw on the fanboys. Mm. <laughs> the fanboys are slow. They're already like, ah... They have to get up off the floor after they've realized their dream. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so what are you going to do? Apparently you're going to mute your computer. Uh, yes, I'm going to mute my computer. It's <laughs> beeping at us there. So at, uh, there, I know there was something else at the 360 conference. No. No? No. 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 There really mm. wasn't. We were really kind of sitting there the whole time going like, hmm. Now you're going to check, yeah. Mm. Well, unless you mean like... Unless I mean like... Ghostbusters or something. Well, yeah. 
Well, you know, we don't have to just talk about the RPG stuff. Well, There's something really interesting. I actually... Did I see the Ghostbusters? And we had that. We had lips. Some lady singing to us. Yes, yes. And since I'm so good at vocals and rock band, I might have to actually get some sort of karaoke uh, game. I'm not entirely sure if Lips is the one for me or SingStar. But most of the time I look at SingStar is I just look at the people on the cover and I'm like, I'm not singing that. So, But there was a rock version, I believe, and that would be kind of fun. Oh, we saw some Fallout 3 stuff at the Microsoft press That's conference. True, we did, yes. They, they, they released that actually great what they trailer. opened with, since we're doing yeah. this in chronological order. Yeah, that was their first, uh, that was their first big thing that they <laughs> were talking about, was that. just a wonderful, wonderful... If you haven't seen it, we put it up, it's been put up on the site. Um, go to our E3 page and uh, look for Fallout. Download the HD one, though. And it starts out with this great black-and-white 50s-style um, commercial Old for Vault Tech. TV. Yep, and then it uh, kind of pans out to... The trailer the Not game. an actual nuclear And then, uh, then they gave us a game walkthrough, which, of course, we couldn't really videotape. But um, Even if we had a good camera, I don't think we videotaped that. that was uh, really you, can, you can go see if that was streamed on, the, you know, I think, game trailers and uh, G- G4 are, have streamed versions of conferences. You can watch, see if they got that, that yeah, walkthrough you, on there. Uh, you don't watch it. Well, the good thing is it's at the beginning, if that's what you want to see. But then you yeah. have to go all the way to the end to catch the Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, but that's okay. And actually, that would be kind of a trick because you don't know if the people who you're watching were actually able to record thirteen because a lot of people had to turn it off. Yeah, no, there was a little slide before the Final Fantasy thirteen trailer that they showed us that announced that it was coming out for thirteen that said, please turn off your video cameras and right, no photography think... or video of the next following trailer. And, and then and about 500 flash bulbs go off of people taking pictures of the screen telling them not to take pictures. It'll be the picture they take home and say, after this was Final Fantasy thirteen. It's like... You, Microsoft, you, or it was like Square Enix. You obviously don't know who you're talking to. This is the internet. We don't follow rules. <laughs> yes, unless you actually have control of your content, like <clears throat> some people. Yeah. Uh, that's maybe. Well, we did actually post the English trailer. Oh yeah, I mean, the game trailers put the English trailer up from that they recorded at the press conference. Yeah. So the, the trailer that it said not to record. Right. They recorded it and put it up. So we, and apparently, we took I, I guess. They didn't. They didn't include the screen about not recording it. That was very smart. I, I, that in was my very opinion. smart. Of <laughs> I love the photos you get sometimes with these these uh, uh, sites go out and they take pictures of screens of TVs that on the corner says "Do not take pictures." So yeah. at least they managed to cut out the "Do not take pictures" part of the movie. Another big RPG thing at the Microsoft press conference: Fable Two thing. Thing. It's a thing. RPG it's not actual related game. announcements. So Peter Molyneux comes out and does his uh, I'm Peter Molyneux, I'm smart and I'm awesome and I'm going to show you cool stuff he thing. He's smart and awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. And they start off with a nice little trailer that included bird poop. Yes. That was a great... Yes. You that's that exactly was what we needed to see. Um, and then goes on to... That might be lucky, you know. Yeah, it might be lucky, you know. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's okay. Then he goes off to show off one of the new systems in the in the in in Fable 2, which is basically like this kind of The Sims style, like, talk to other people in the game and kind of show how your relationship goes up and yeah, down with reputation it. points and uh, it really felt like the sims because you were choosing to like to joke around with them and i think some of this has been revealed before but he was just showing it off and you could see the little icon going over their head about how their reputation was going up and down and i like the part where all of a sudden the wife is starting to fall in love with the friend i i couldn't figure out if that was the friend but yeah i think she yeah. was looking right at him and you see yeah. this purple love show up you're like um yeah he was chatting off the other guy's wife yeah that was, uh, he, he's yeah. just waiting for the guy to leave now uh fable 2 october 2008 um oh there you go with all those there, release dates i, I want i want straight. part of a fable 2 expansion thing where i can you know 
have children with your wife instead of mine because I didn't like mine so much? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some Gears of War, some Mies on the 360, oh, goodness. New Uno, Galaga, Galaga Legions. Yeah, Galaga Legions. <laughs> Mike and I really like Galaga, so we're well, looking forward to an updated Galaga. I, um, yeah, he did admit to me. I have, He made me admit that uh, there's no way that I can handle that many things on the screen at the I, same time. If you're like... Uh, if I was twelve See, again, I play games like Super Stardust HD and Geometry Wars and stuff. So, well, you've got you play. Just I do Geometry do Geometry Wars, Wars but so I think you can handle it. I uh, will. I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously, if you can get the giant armada behind you, it doesn't really matter how many things are on the screen. I think they actually talk about a new Geometry Wars in the press conference too. But then some Rock Band two press list, uh, press, uh, press uh, excuse me, track list stuff. Blah, blah, list. Blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, it was the Square Enix stuff. Last Remnant, Infinite Undiscovery, Infinite Undiscovery dates September second um, in North America for Infinite Undiscovery, which is cool. Which and, means uh, we have about six we actually get weeks. a lead on it. Yeah, yeah, oh, we what, six days, three days. Le- no, we six weeks before release though. I mean, it's got to be pretty much ready. Oh yeah, it's pretty much done. I mean, it, you saw we we actually uh, played it a little bit today. Well, we did, but they, what did you think of it? They clearly said that it only goes to a certain point. Well, let's talk about that now. What did you think about Discovery? I really like it. I'm a big fan of the Grandia series and mm-hmm. the whole combo system when you attack. Yeah. Um, I think the people who like the Tail series will like it because you do have the three AI who are helping you in combo and things, and you get to control them and link with them. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I really like the battle system, and in these kind of games, the battle system is really what sells it mm-hmm. for uh, you know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You're distracting me. No, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't do like a full impression over a podcast because you have to organize all your thoughts. Yeah. But I mean, I like. I didn't hear any of the music. I didn't really. There's no typing here, so if you get the easy There's way no to get your impression of. <laughs> No, it was a lot of fun. I actually couldn't really figure out what to do in the story because every time I went to a story, or every, <laughs> into a story, into a town, there wasn't a lot to actually integrate, or integrate, interact Experience, with. Uh, interact with, yeah. I mean, the inn lady was finally interested in selling me a room, but the girl in the, you know, in the hallway wasn't really interested in talking to me. One guy told me to get lost. The guard said, go right into the castle, and I went to the castle, and then didn't, nobody wanted to talk to me in the, the castle. The king is in the castle. Yes, probably. I don't know where uh, they he didn't, is. They didn't have an NPC to tell you that, but I'm sure the king's in the castle. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe the princess is in the other castle, they gotta th- Yeah, the princess is in the other castle. <laughs> I'm going to try, I'm gonna try infinite, uh, Undiscovery tomorrow, see if I can. I did well, get a lady, tomorrow, probably the day after. And she said, I'm, I used to be a warrior like you, but now I'm old, but... I want to take this cured meat to Neral, and can you do it for me? But it might attract monsters. And I'm like, sweet, I can do that, because I'm killing all these monsters anyway. And I left town, and I walked out the door and said, where's Neral? I don't know. Where's the map? I don't know. Ah, the heck with that. I'll just kill more blue monsters. Yeah, it's getting, yeah, so you didn't really do the quests. They have fetch quests anyway, so whatever. Yeah, I got to a big castle, and uh, I knocked on the gate, and nobody let me in. Mm-hmm. And I watched a trailer later, and apparently you're supposed to actually siege that castle. So it's a good thing they weren't actually coming out to kill me while I was standing knocking on their door. (laughs) Be awesome. (laughs) You come out, legions, you're like, oh, crap! You're at our front door. Well, um, we'll kill you now, I guess. (laughs) That does explain why the guards that were like 50 feet away from the door tried to attack me. Now that I think about it. I killed them rather easily. But yeah, huh, good to know. Didn't Mm. think about that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so they also talk about Star Wars and the Last Hope coming in spring of 09. Um, 
and then gave the last remnant trailer which you guys can go see in site which is november 20th for the last remnant yep worldwide but oh, not for pc that's interesting yeah worldwide no your screen doesn't have the space between the d and the w like the square Enix trailer does. ah they must fix that later good for them and then games for windows at some point yes <laughs> in the future then of course a 13 megaton and then whatever oh that was a good picture go back to that one no the e3 one See, this, this is the thing. I, I know we posted... So we got to see a lady talk about how her kid likes her because she brings home video games for her kid. Um, oh, wait. No, no. He loves her be even even because that... Oh, that was just awful. Let's just rewind my mouth. That's not the only reason he loves his mother, which mm -hmm. is always good. Okay. Yes. All right. I'd actually never seen this woman before. Mm-hmm. And... Do you know what uh, she she her name was Cammy, and she apparently she was one of the new VPs um, maybe VP marketing lady whatever she wasn't as good as Reggie she's no she's no Reggie replacement well, that was probably because Reggie was still there big E three but she did so. get to go sh snowboarding with Sean White and uh, that was kind of terrible right. <laughs> no 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 it was great when she landed on her head twice yeah well after giving a story about how she had. Like broken on her wrist at like real snowboarding. I, I it was funny because I, I, it was funny in the sense that what did this have to do with anything? And then she tries to tie it back in, and I was like, "Oh, wow, yeah, that, that was, was really, really bad." Yeah. <laughs> it, it, good try. Why you have a Sean White game is one of your headline games that you're. I thought it was Carrot Top. It popped open. There's this guy with his big red hair, and I'm like, "Why is Carrot Top?" I think a lot of people think he's Carrot Top, but. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Then he yeah. And then Iwata comes out and talks about how games are great on Nintendo and you know I would I would hope that each year that Iwata would actually practice his English before he does it because uh, he talks so very slow. I guess he's 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 plateaued. He's learned his gotten it as good as he's gonna get. I guess uh, he must not. Practice. It's okay. They made up that they 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 announced the Animal Crossing for Wii, which of course everybody already knew. Mm. Somehow. Yeah, it somehow got leaked. <laughs> but uh, it looks like... It's Animal Crossing DS on your Wii. It looks like Animal Crossing DS on your Wii. Like, um, I was hoping for the bigger screen and being able to see everything at once again like you could in the GameCube version, but no. I would, yeah, I, I noticed that, and I also wondered because it was like... I was hoping they would take Animal Crossing Wii, like mm -hmm. they took Pokemon Wii, and you get these full 3D rendered people. And pets and trees and no, it, it's the same view from the front of the town. And I was, I was kind of disappointed. What a drag! Yeah, I was really disappointed in the graphical presentation. I mean, I didn't expect it to be. I didn't want high res, next gen, realistic no, I don't graphics. Want high res, Absolutely I just, not. I but I, I expected more on the screen at once. More. I just I, wanted more of a three D area. It feels I'm still going to have to be like. Still feels like it's going to be difficult to move around and interact with everything. Easily. Just be having trees, and you don't know where that um, person went. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's just like seems like there's limitations there that don't need to be. But you know, they they remove one of the big limitations of Nintendo Online here with this announcement Persistent because this worlds. can go elsewhere. No. Yes. No. Yeah. The okay. So there's two things there. <laughs> one is they've got the city, which I guess is kind of a persistent world. No, you I thought your it. world was going to be persistent. No, I don't think they said anything about. Oh, no, world. I thought I read that, but anyway, yeah. yeah all right. Um, but uh, they've got the city thing, so you can go and visit and go to shops auction and stuff, which is nice. Auction house, that's very useful. 
Um, I don't have to wait for you to come up to catch that. Then you can uh, you can also send letters to your friends on your Wii, post stuff onto their message boards, which and makes stuff, their Wii glow, which is good. So I mean, basically, it's Animal Crossing with email um, and auction house. Obviously, it has Wi-Fi, so you can go visit your friend's city. Three of your buddies can come over and stuff. Um, and of course, the big thing that we online experience has been missing: voice chat. Voice chat. And they announced a microphone that is going to—it's not a headset Sit on top of It'll, the sensor bar. Yeah. So basically, wow. it's going to be like a big mic that can pick up everybody in the room well, and somehow not feedback into your speakers. Well, I'm kind of wondering if it doesn't pick up the interference of your TV too, if you have a well, magnetic field. But my problem, actually, I have a unique problem. Is what do you have? I only have about. An inch above my TV. It, I don't think it actually has to be above your sensor bar. That would be really good. I think it's just a convenient place to put it. I would have to put it somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> Plus, yeah, I, I don't know how well it would pick it up because the cabinet comes down. You've I seen my it, TV. I think it would be meant to go on top of your cabinet. But the point is, is the what they it'd be nice if they could batch this into something like Mario Kart or something. Yeah, or Smash could, Brothers. If they could retroactively Though Smash add Brothers it. probably can't handle any more bandwidth than it already has. Oh poor Smash! <laughs> we wanted so much and got so little. The Wii Speak. Gotta love when you call something the Wii Speak. The Wii Speak on the Wii. Yeah. Well, now we will speak. There's Reggie. Then Reggie finally comes out and says Pokemon's awesome and other games sold well, and then showed off. Some third party things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then uh, and DS is awesome. And, like and a new announcement of Pokemon Ranger Shadows of Almia. So this is a new Pokemon game that hadn't been announced before. Uh, a sequel to Pokemon Ranger, which is, of course, one of the most beloved Pokemon spinoffs. Not really. So. Oh, are we playing Ranger? Say. Sorry. And they did the Grand Grand Theft Auto stuff. I I would personally like to thank Nintendo for releasing Manaphy through Toys R Us so I did not have to play Pokemon Ranger. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Wii Sports Resort? Yes. Looking forward to that at all? I am. Yeah. Even with the attachment that... I I wonder how much that's going to cost. 25 bucks? No, it's going to come with Resort, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You get like one with Resort. I'm only one playing with me. So you get that with resort, and then you can. I can. I don't know what you need it for. I for can that water wave surf. Thing. That water worse surfing thing doesn't need the. You can already do that with the normal Wii remote, so I don't know if I buy that. Oh, but the was, the frisbee mm. looks like it could be okay if you got to hit people with it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it was obviously just throw the frisbee in a straight line, which is boring. No, 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 no. It was trying to hit a target, which nece- yeah, not necessarily was in front no, of you. All right. I think for her it was just a little off to the left. And sword battling. Okay, that was, that looked fun. That did look fun. They did not it, announce. It just, you know, both times Reggie was playing sword. Yeah. And the woman was playing hack a lot. So. Cammy. Cammy, yes. She has a name. Thank you. I'm glad yeah. she has a name. You know, I could just call me a They didn't that announce. Guy. They didn't say anything about uh, Wi-Fi or using We Speak with We Sports, though, did they? No, because, because that would be the most natural thing to do. But yeah, of course. <laughs> well, the development team don't not cross. to do that. No, yeah. they don't talk to each other. Apparently, you, you can sharpen pencils with your sword, though, and I think that makes up for it. No, it doesn't. What the honestly, heck? at this point, I don't think I would it, buy Wii Sports Resort based on good. this. I mean, on those three games that they showed, that's not enough to get me to buy it. No, no, no. But he especially said there would if they're be local only. Them. Yeah, but if it's local only, uh, no way. I'm sorry, you live off in a secluded yeah. land. Wii Music looked terrible to me, but maybe others liked it. Did you like it? 
the drums things they had a guy who knew how to trade the play the drums and he still couldn't get them to sound like they were in rhythm and on time he looked like he could not hit the right drum to save his life then miyamoto comes out and does a decent job showing off the saxophone thing and it's like that looks like you could have some fun with it well th- that's the question though you're playing a saxophone with a wiimote it doesn't detect when you blow on it you're literally just yeah, it was detecting your notes your long notes was based on whether you swoop the remote up or down and stuff. was it i thought it was yeah. just how long you held down the no you, like if you press the button then move the remote up like then in a sweeping rrr, motion, it was I like, see. yeah, it was doing stuff. And then they, you could get uh, three other people and kind of do a band, um, which Mario I didn't music. understand because they had five people on stage. Yeah, I was confused. There's like he okay, said they so could do four, you and then they four, had like six people on stage, and then uh, four of them picked how to play. So and like, I'm pretty sure there was only four th- people whose stuff was being selected. tracked. I think those two people in the back weren't really doing anything. Right, but my question was, if there were four. People selected and five people playing. Which one of those isn't actually playing? I don't. I'm not sure who. Yeah, I was confused. Uh, these two guys who look really weird. You can when my photo goes up. It's the two who are doing trumpets. They, they know, were you, really you can tell who they it. are because they're very crazy. Um, she was doing the xylophone thing that was working. He was doing the cowboy thing that was working. So I guess so drums boy the wasn't drums playing. boy probably thought he was playing, but wasn't, or that was a half version of the game that let him play anyway. Which, you know, they can do since they made it. Yeah, there was a lot of things I noticed about that song when they paused at certain points and things, you know, they weren't quite on rhythm. Mm-hmm. The drums were never out of rhythm. Mm. But again, you have a professional drummer, you could just say he was doing it anyway. But I don't think they would hack the game like that. I do think it would just, they didn't have all four. They only had four. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the fifth, even though they said they did. I think he was actually, oh, you know, go back to that picture. Are there even drums in that band? In that band? Um, yeah, Congos. Isn't that what she's... Oh, no, she's doing the xylophone. She's doing the xylophone, yeah. Um, I wonder if he was just actually adding percussion that wasn't there. Yeah. Hmm. I can get up across the room for a second. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think he might be right. Yeah. But I think he uh, was just adding it to us so we could hear it, because he never went out of rhythm, but he knew what he was doing, and the rest was just kind of going, I don't know. I, I figured the game was playing his part for him, but uh, who knows? Very likely. You apparently are getting your yeah, camera Yeah, i get my camera. Um, so you're going to hit at the table. Just thank you, thank you, thank you for the play-by-play. Well, everybody, instead Don't of ruin you, the magic, Michael. What magic? Don't ruin the magic. <laughs> the magic of you playing with your camera. All right. So... My point being uh, that after that was um, obviously we're in today now talking about obviously yeah we, because we had nothing else after Swearness yesterday we literally yeah. came back here and worked our little tails off till we fell asleep yeah um, and then we went over to Sony where Mr. Jack Trenton was doing the presentation this year apparently Phil Harrison has left <laughs> I didn't mention yeah, anything didn't, well why he would they was at the him? Microsoft conference wasn't he no uh, he's at Atari now. I know, but he was at the Microsoft one. Oh, yeah. I swear I saw him there. Yeah, it sure looked like him. Okay. So they talk about PlayStation having a 10-year life cycle. A 10-year life cycle. 10-year life oh, cycle. Oh, yes. Because yeah. everybody was buying PlayStation games in 2004 and 2005. And they showed off kind of a cool demo of Resistance 2 with a big monster. Yeah, I took a few pictures of that mostly because it was. Well, but really the only cool. RPG-related con- content there was the rocket-propelled grenade, which... Not a, 
Not. I would send an RPG really. RPG, rock up propelled. Oh yeah, he picks up the RPG. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, I'm sure it was. Someone will correct me. That's not the actual type of weapon. It they doesn't matter best, because that's what he said. But the, Sony did the best numbers presentation out of all the conf- conferences because uh, they did hilarious. all their marketing slides. They did it as a uh, a level little of big, little big planet. planet. Yeah, little big planet level, and like as you trigger things, different statistics would come out. And that was like someone worked hard on. We that. need PowerPoint to support all that because that would make things you do at work so much nicer. Instead um, of just arrows and oh little gosh. color bars and stuff. No, no, no. Let, let's let's have this. Content? Let's have this guy actually dance around in a Paul Pierce Celtic uniform and push all the buttons for you. That yeah, I'll get my best. photos up of that. But the actual content of it was kind of like mm, PlayStation's awesome. It, it was it was the typical Sony munging of numbers where we actually sold five million five million units if you count the fact we can't stop selling the PS2. Yeah, well, that's fine. And then they you know finally made the announcement we already knew about about. Twenty nine ninety nine greatest hits comp, comp right, titles. Right, but they actually out. listed them. They listed them. There was an RPG in there, wasn't there? Yes, Oblivion. Oblivion. Yep. So I look forward to that coming. I don't think it's going to be the game of the year collection, though. I don't believe so. Because it's the white box one. So it's well, I, w- I thought the game of the year didn't game of the come year out for PS three. For PS three? Yeah. Oh, I thought that I thought that was the only version that came out for PS three. So maybe it is the game of the year then. I, they have so many releases of Oblivion. Someone will fix it, I'm sure. They'll let us know that we're wrong. Yeah, man. We're always wrong. Talk about Yakuza 2. Five of you have PS3. Didn't talk about much. And the Batman PS2. There's a nice little bundle. Yeah. New Ratchet and Clank game, downloadable. I like how the fact that after the PS3 has not taken off, they finally realize, hey, we can make PS2 bundles. Mm-hmm. Fat Princess. <laughs> which they didn't explain at all, but, I mean, the game's name is Fat Princess. Be good. That's gonna be awesome <laughs> with a fat princess in it. Um, then you can uh, rent and buy movies on your PSN. Just like everyone cares, else. yeah. And um, new package of the PSP with you know Ratchet and Clank and a gig stick. Yeah, you thought that was awesome. I was. And, well, it was a good collection of stuff. So you get Ratchet and Clank. And you get... Um, what this truly tells me is Sony just needs to realize that 32 megs of... isn't going to cover your PSP games anymore and you should just give away gig sticks anyway. But yeah, you get, a gig, you get a gigabyte stick and you get a copy of National Treasure 2. Which is so related to Ratchet and Clank, yeah. I can't believe it. And a voucher, you get a free download of Echo Chrome, which is a puzzle game for PSP mm-hmm. and PS3, mm-hmm. which is cool. But so, you know, it's a yeah. good deal if you don't... Then they're like, oh yeah, Rich... Uh, um, Resistance is great, so let's put a copy of that on the PSP. Yeah, let's yeah. make this our new franchise instead of Killzone. But moving on, uh, more of a role-playing game, but only in the spherical pl- gameplay. <laughs> I, I will I will continue to use that pun for as many years as it serves me. Uh, Local Roco 2, they were showing screens from. Yeah, a whole um, four of them or something. Well, yeah, well, some video. They showed a lot more Patapon than Roco Loco. I'll yeah, and then that. some Patapon 2, Super Stardust Portable. I'm excited about that. Oh, I didn't know yeah. That. A lot of stuff at the Sony conference. I care about it. They actually had games. What a surprise. Then they showed Valkyria Chronicles on the PSP. Oh, goodness. Let's talk about Valkyria Chronicles on the PSP. Yes, please. All right, so the first thing to realize is that when they show a game like this in the conference video as being on the PSP, 
It's really kind of a hacked video where they do an overlay as to where the display of the PSP would be. They just kind of chop it out in their display software and like run a video scaled right. down in that window. The problem is, is they've scaled it down and then blown it up on the big screen. Uh, well, I guess. But, I mean, it was so small to begin with, you can't really see much of what was going on. And all you know is like Valkyria Chronicles, and it didn't, it didn't have a subtitle or anything. Yeah. So what's going on? Because... As far as we all knew, that's a PS3 game. We actually had to think about that. We're like, did we screw up? Did we up? screw it up? So we went to Wikipedia <laughs> to find out after the conference, and Wikipedia said um, E3 2008 announced that uh, there will be a PSP version of Valkyrie Chronicles because somebody edited Wikipedia apparently after getting out of the conference. Remember, Google Wikipedia is always right. Yeah, it's always right. Anyway, <laughs> all this adds up to us being really confused about uh, Valkyria Chronicles. So what's going on? Thank goodness. We went over to Sega... Had an appointment said, right afterwards. We had an appointment right afterwards, and they said, um, uh, what? We don't know what you're talking <laughs> what <do> you about. Valkyria <laughs> Chronicles on the PSP. Uh, actually, he took a safe route. He said, uh, no comment on that now. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. He yeah. said, I'd never heard of that. Well, after that. He That's said, first true. of all, he said, no comment on that, and then as though to say off the record, as in he didn't want us repeating it on a podcast, oh, um, wow, I've never wait. heard about that. And um, There are a lot of times when people look at you and say, well, you know, we don't have anything to say you about that. You can tell that we were and there's a lot of people, him more than he had ever heard of. <laughs> you know, and they, and they have the serious look of, we're not going to discuss it. He had the serious look of, huh? What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> so our theory at this time, and I believe there are articles on the web now cor- correlating this. Um, it is because a PS3 the, you can trust game. Web, is that, you know, it is still a PS3 game. There is no portable version announced. Sony is just, their video producer is apparently not very it. on top of things. And I, I can only assume he didn't really appreciate the graphics of Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, and it's kind of a simplified it as a PSP thing. Game. You sit there and you see <laughs> Resistance Two, and all these games are like really high def Fallout. Yeah. Oh yeah, this looks. Uh, oh, those cutscenes kind of look like Final Fantasy Tactics. This must be a PSP game. <laughs> <laughs> this is some cutesy looking thing. This has got to go on the PSP. No one to put this crap section. on the PS3. I mean, come on. So we probably shrunk it down to the How actual. How do you side? not know what system your own? published or, or I don't I guess well do they do their it. own videos but that's a good question how do you not know how do you not know how do you mess that one up at your own you finally you decide to give a game some face time and you In can't even system. figure out what system it's on um Sega may have a few that was words gonna, about that. That was looking like one heck of a good-looking PSP game. I, I Yeah, I was like, wow. That's really good PSP graphics. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> a PS3 Hold game. on a second. Um... The only other theory I've heard that makes sense is that you could do remote play on your PSP. Right, but if you had given PSP time to Valkyrie Chronicles, that Val- was not Curia Chronicles, yeah. then why did you not show it in the PS3 section? Yeah, exactly, and that's kind of sad. So, but you know, they also didn't show Persona 4 in the PS2 collection, and they showed a whole bunch of junk that comes out on the PS3 as well, like Madden and things like that. So yeah, I don't know what was up with that not showing Persona Four. Didn't no Atlas games made an, an appearance? At you don't come to E three. You don't get to. You don't get to yeah. play the videos. Um, then they showed us. Uh, you know that wonderful uh, picture of Earth you get with the music player right now on the PS three. Um, they decided to take that that wonderful model of Earth and add some uh, icons and graphics and uh, <laughs> Google News and stuff like that to kind of like compete, I guess, with the news and weather channels of Wii. Yeah. So life on PSN, life with, life PlayStation, with PlayStation, which is a stupid name. But I couldn't okay. get a good picture of that. I don't know. Life with PlayStation versus home versus I come up with a common theme. 
Then Jim Lee comes out from DC yep. and does some one-handed push-ups to kind of all two of them. I think play off a joke about uh, you know the fact that the theater we were in uh, was where some of the Academy Awards were held at. And I that's where the joke some died guy a did long that time before one-handed push-up thing. Anyway, he shoot off DC Universe, which looks. Um, we actually went and saw that today. We did we at did. Sony Online Entertainment, and um, it's only in video form right now. So there's yeah. actually no. It was no, actually the exact same trailer. You're just like, here you go. This is the trailer. Yeah, we didn't really get a chance mm. to play it or anything. Um, I was kind of disappointed with the the DC Universe right now because I'm you know I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. It's just really early because it's uh, yeah another honking horn for us. Thank you. Um, it, it it must be really early because the animations looked really poor. Um, the the models looked okay, but other than that, they didn't have much gameplay to demonstrate. Yeah, just a lot of attack mode animations, and they were kind of skippy at best. But well, they were also only the characters you've actually heard of. However, you know they did tell us a little bit about the game and um, some of the stuff where you'd be able to. We, you know, one of the things I was wondering about is if it's going to sync up with kind of the events in the DC universe. And they were talking about how, you know, they're going to have some of that, um, but ideally they're going to actually have cross pollinations both ways. So if any certain characters get really popular in the game or any stories in the game are really good, they might feed that back into comics. And of course, if there are any big events in the comic universes, they might feed that back into the into the game, yeah, there'd be Especially big things in that happened. Um, they're still gonna, re- yeah. You mentioned something <laughs> about Africa. I think is just just an example of like. So they're gonna. If have, your league takes over Africa, so instead of your clans or anything, you're gonna have a league, and the, then your yeah. leagues can kind of complete certain objectives in an area, and I either get control of it or advance story in that area. I'm not sure, Adam. And then after a while, that'll reset, and you know, other leagues can go after those objectives and do whatever it is. I didn't know happens. if they actually reset or. You know, you just had the villain league after you that week or something. I think he said that they would reset after okay. a while. But, um, you know, they, they haven't really announced why there's going to be millions of superheroes sprouting up. So, apparently, that's a story explanation He, he hinted at it. Yeah, he hinted that there's going to be... Um, this wasn't Jim Lee. This was... Um, what's his face from Sony Online? <laughs> Sorry, guy. Um, we love with you. With the business cards, I guess. Oh, um, it was it was one of the producers, though. One of the producers? Okay. Thank you, Mr. Producer. And... Uh, we forgot. Yeah. He was in the video. He was in so the video. So if you had a picture no, of him. No, no, that we didn't talk about that guy. No, 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 there were two. Oh. He was in the video over on to the left, and then the other guy who came after him in the video was that guy. Oh, okay. So he's important. So the first guy in the video on the left. Who isn't Jim Lee? Who isn't Jim Lee? Right, no, 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 no. When you say on the left, I meant he was standing on the left, not that he's left in the video. All right, so... Are um, you confused yet? Yeah, you should be. Uh, DC Universe... Looks like um, looks like they have a lot of ambitious plans for it, and other than that, it's going to be an action game. They said um, they say there are levels and loot, and that's the actual phrasing he said. So yeah, there are the art, so it is an MMORPG in that sense. However, they're billing it as an MMO action game. What they want you to be able to do is get in there, do all your stuff, whatever you want to do, as fast as and as furious as you want, and then. Someday down the road, you'll be like, "Oh, look, I accomplished an achievement that I wasn't even paying attention to because." You wouldn't want to actually work towards your achievement when you logged in. You just want to go do fun stuff all the time. Well, not like achievement achievements, but like... Well, um, no, no, not an Xbox achievement. Long-term like goals for your character development a mission, of some let, sort. I would say mission objective. Mission objective? Okay. Yes. Those things that take forever to yeah, do. Yeah, I didn't really understand how that was going to work. Because you know most people just farm that stuff anyway. That's but as far, as far as making your character stronger and better and stuff, it sounds like... You know, it's one of those things that comes naturally. If you just play the game, you'll eventually hit these. The, right. You'll fulfill fill the conditions you need to advance your character. 
So they're trying to make it very, very action-focused, and um, so I guess that's going to... It might be different than your traditional MMORPG in that Or City of Heroes or yep. anything else that looks kind of like this. So, yeah, we'll see. Yep, and... Whenever we see it. Yeah, whenever we see it. Then uh, Sony decided, let's have an 80-gig PSP or PS3 uh, bundle. PSP would be awesome. Yeah, 80-gig PS3 bundle that, uh, as far as I can tell, doesn't have backwards compatibility because it's going to share the feature set with the exactly, 40-gig. Yeah, it was, it was the feature set of the 40-gig with an 80-gig And I was just, my mouth was agape. It was like... And then he then they had, he had the gall to say in the next sentence that this is how they were making the transition easier for PS2 owners. Right, because you wouldn't want to keep your... You wouldn't want to have the transition by having them, you know, sell their PS2 to maybe get recoup some money to buy the PS3. No, no, you'd have to keep the PS2 to enjoy all your PS2 games while you buy the four hundred dollar yeah. PS3. Yeah, I mean, the simplest answer, of course, would be that you can just play your PS2 games on your PS3. But no, right, because then no, you they want to. You would have this instant library system. of games that you get to play. So the idea is the system kind of costs less, but not really. But um, the eighty gig model is is costing less now as being a, just a four hundred dollar skew. So you can get into it cheaply, and obviously, since it won't play cheaply. your PS2 games anymore, you can just uh, buy, buy PS3, PS3 games, games and make our PS3 software sales higher, so people will like our numbers, which was a very crappy thing to do to your to your I'll buy a little I big think. planet. Yeah. The um, big planet will have more numbers to play with next year. Yeah. And then they uh, showed off God of War 3, which nobody cares about other than me and a couple other guys on the site, I think. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. Nobody no, cares about well, that. Well, yeah, in every PlayStation gamer everywhere. But other than that. Except me. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, that was an interesting, it was just a cinematic trailer. So I, I appreciated it. Was very it. it was from Zeus's perspective, which, if you're following the storyline, which uh, was a lot of sour grapes, so that was kind of fun. Um, then, uh, yeah, that was it for the Sony press conference. The end. Thank you for coming. Yeah, no. And then uh, I guess uh, after that we ran over to That's when we went to Sega. To Sega and like we yeah, we already talked about the after RPGs you probably there. About eating a sandwich. Um, just a couple things I'd bring up Did out you? of Sega was uh, the um, first of all they had really good ship combat in Empire at War, which is awesome looking. It was awesome looking War. except for the whole um, he looked very He had no idea too. how to run his ship. Well, you know, he they were British people making the game and demoing it and they did very poorly against the American fleet, which was like, go Americans! Go America. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because he's like, you know, I don't want you to feel bad because, you know, the Americans are the enemy in this demo because, well, we, we picked them that way. Obviously not an RPG, but uh, I figured I mentioned it anyway because it was no. a very nice demo of the ship. I would have thought. Combat. And they had rocket ships, like ships that shot rockets at other ships. Rockets of awesome. fire, kind of like shooting large accurate. fireworks. It was fantastic looking. Yeah. I believe they, uh, they might have got that technology like from China. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, they literally had the ship that was completely out of range of any cannon just launching these fireballs. I mean, it would hit everything, so it was pretty funny. As somebody who was playing Pirates of the Burning Sea and really liking the ship-to-ship combat there, I saw this and I said, oh, this is even more in-depth and even more fun. So that's really cool. Well, as long as you're playing on the ships. Remember, it's an entire war. You have to play yeah, on so land. Yeah, so you have to go on land, too, but they weren't able to show much of that. Beyond no, they showed chat, pretty so pictures. I don't know how that looks yet. Yeah. I, I still think... I never mentioned this to them, but I think they would have done a lot better if they had taken their steamship and kind of flanked them with it. Yeah, okay. That might have worked out better. Okay. I know you can't see yeah, it. We, we've got a big map drawn about how we would have won that That's battle. true. We've already no, redrawn we it in our heads. No, and, we didn't. No. Um, it just uh, some other highlights out of the Sega booth, just even though they're not RPGs. Well, Sonic falls under the role-playing game category. 
No. Oh, it does. You you <sighs> level up. Okay, so Sonic Unleashed. You've got uh, your normal Sonic levels where you go really, really fast, and you have branching paths uh, and stuff. Those and that's are the what their big levels. thing. They want that back. At, that's during the day. At night, you turn into a werehog, which is redundant because he's already a hedgehog, so he should be a werewolf if he's turning into kind of half wolf, half, half, were, wolf, half yeah. hedgehog. Well, but yeah. whatever. Um, he turns into a werehog, and he's, he's really big and beasty. He loses all his speed. You go around and it turns into an action beat em up game, which is exactly what Sonic needed. Exactly. God. Um, so I wasn't really impressed with that, but that's where you And could, I didn't really you even could, understand his combat. You kind of just flailed his arms around and everything it, died. Because that was the combat, and that's why I wasn't impressed with it. And I, I, it was early, though. Those levels weren't done, so I'm hoping that... Their sexual combat. I, I hope they really, really shape that up to be something He's even compelling. telling you, this is an early level, and the werehog walks in, and there's like a hundred enemies around him and he's just flailing his arms and they're it all dying. It just didn't matter. It's like throw enemies at the big, strong Sonic. Let, let's throw, basically, throw large flies at Donkey Kong and see what happens. And here's where the RPG elements come in. You oh, beat up enemies uh, and you get a kill experience orbs, orbs. You can buy your moves ups and stuff like that, I guess. Not, oh, whatever. It's an RPG element, but yeah, we're not going to give it to him. Yeah, I know, no. So we won't be covering Sonic. Um, the other interesting game I want to mention is Bayonetta. Which um, for this is for Devil May Cry fans, action game fans. Which is it's done by the creator of Devil May Cry. Um, so Found it, much it, better to me, it uh, looked exactly mode. like Devil May Cry, but with a female hero who's awesome looking and like really, really sassy, and it's like she's gonna, I'm gonna shoot you in the head, and you're gonna like it. Um, and then she attacks <laughs> with her in hair. The butt and you're gonna like it even it's more. totally stylized and fantastic looking. I'm really excited. I want to get that and play it. Um, and I mean, there were moments there where it's like the same. It seemed, it seemed like the same sound effects and stuff of like Devil May Cry, like a little screen. Oh, if you pick up an orb, this helps you get your health. But um, so, like, look, you know, I'm making Devil May Cry, but you know, I'm not with uh, Capcom anymore, so I, I have to make a new character. It's like is what I got. <laughs> I decided to make her hot. Yeah, yeah but that, that looked interesting. And they had that Mad World thing, which was kind of like eh. you can go watch that. That was the black and white one with lots of violence. Um, I just didn't get it, but I'm not into random yeah. violence. So. Right, that's pretty. Oh, oh, Alpha Protocol, the actual <laughs> RPG at the Sega booth. So let's spend some actual time. Sorry, on Alpha I was Protocol. thinking of Mass Effect. Yeah, let's. Well, yeah. So Alpha <laughs> Protocol is uh, it's set in modern day, and it is an RPG by it, it's a Bioware style RPG basically. It's a Western set in modern RPG. Day. It's done by Obsidian, who typically likes to take Bioware games and improve upon them. Which, so, which is confusing do. the heck out of me because basically I thought this this was them taking Mass Effect and improving upon it and making it an original game. That was not the case. Um, except I wonder, except I wonder if it's somehow related because they're both Mass Effect and Alpha Protocol are made on Unreal Engine three. Mm-hmm. They both have a di- um, a dialogue system where while you're talking, you gotta you pick a, a shortened version of what you want to say, mm-hmm. and then it says a long version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, except now you seem to have a timer, and if that timer runs out, it does some sort of default dialogue choice. I think whatever you're pointing at at the time. Yeah, it must be. And then uh, another actually, cool... Mass Effect does have a timer. It just doesn't actually count down. It's just if you reach the end of the dialogue, yeah, then you actually it selects whatever you're pointing at. Oh, okay. So that it doesn't wait for you. Though. So that isn't new. No, um, they just give you a visual timer now. Okay, and uh, they had also in there. 
randomly during certain uh, interactions that you're having, you'll get kind of an action that you can do. Instead of just talking, giving you a talking response, it can be an action like, draw your gun. Yes, while you're talking to the Marine at the door that you're trying to get in through the embassy, why don't you draw the gun on him and see what happens? Yeah, basically it was giving you an option to like shoot yourself through in the force. <laughs> well, not necessarily. I don't think you're going to really... It's, I mean, the idea, they said specifically that you're allowed to do, you know, play the character however you want. You can be a good guy, bad guy, all that kind I of stuff. I suppose so. if you drew your gun, he'd just, you know, kick you to the ground, well, you're, drag you're, you in. You're chasing and the then, more... And then the thing would attack well, you. Well, you are probably matter. choosing the more bad guy role, but um, if you... I'm sure the game will let you pull it off. It, oh, yeah. You might have to do more combat, but, you know. I wasn't thinking that. I think he would drag you in, and yeah. then the enemy forces would attack, and you'd be freed anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So you know, we got to see the guy. You know, the the other thing I liked about uh, the com the cinematics, uh, the conversations and stuff, is that they were more cued with music and stuff, and and it felt more um, integrated, like it like I was. It felt even more like I was controlling a movie cutscene in a game. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like a Metal Gear Solid Four cutscene type thing, but uh, but they added the ability to pause it and use your special abilities, which they didn't really let you do in Mass Effect. You could select them and equip them. Oh, you're but talking to, about the combat now. Okay. Yeah, but to use them, you had to use them real time and aim and everything. And in this one, you got to pause the game and actually select your target with your ability, and then bam, they happened. Yeah, so it seems like the combat is either kind of a run and gun, aim your targeting reticule and, and attack stuff, or you can kind of pause and do more aiming and stuff. Or you had some abilities that were going to mesh of the bolt of both, so like a, a targeting right. ability where the crosshair is kind of narrowed in, but, you know, right. the battle's still running, but... If you waited for it, you'd get a good target lot, and then you could do a one, shoot him in the hip, and he instantly dies. Yeah, shoot him, and obviously it's kind of a since it's an RPG combat. As long as you're at pointing at the character, if you use if this you get one the shot shadow, kill, you win. one shot kill ability, it'll it'll kill him, even though you're shooting it like the hip. So, and then they even had the uh, the option of well, I would just like to use this style of attack and get the. Auto yeah, then the auto blaze, machine, the guns blazing. I'm just style going attack. in and mowing everyone in there. down. You didn't really even have to aim. You didn't have no. to reload. As <laughs> no. long as you had bullets, it was like, oh, <laughs> oh I'm out of bullets, new gun. It was a nice, uh, it was a nice special ability. Um, but it was interesting though to see an RPG like this set in modern day, mm-hmm. because you Instead don't usually see that or, yeah. for anything. So um, I'm wondering how that's going to do. I, I think it'll well, be good. Actually. It, lots of choices. Um, they, you know, they had a la- final scene where confronting an arms dealer, and you got to choose: Am I going to ch- turn this guy in, like my mission objective? Say, am I going to extort money from him and basically let him go, but be able to, well, to gain from it, be, to gain from it in the end because he'll provide me weapons, or ah, screw it, I'm just going to shoot him right here. <laughs> And they all and of course they everybody us. in the demos again, like, asked us, "What do you want to do?" We're like, "Shoot him! We don't feel we don't care. Kill him!" And because this could be the end of the demo, <laughs> and it's great because the character who I believe is voiced by the same guy who does the main character in Mass Effect. Well, the I, male one. He, anyway. They couldn't confirm that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the male one. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the guy you sit there. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, I forget the name of the guy yeah he's whatever he's like uh, you're cutting sorry out. boss uh, your radio my radio is cutting out i can't hear you oh hold on oh boom he shoots the guy <laughs> and then he's like what oh my radio is cutting out yeah the nasari or whatever the guy's name he drew, he a gun. drew a gun on me and i just <laughs> i had to i had to put him down Not only oh i probably saved like hundreds of people's lives which might actually be true but yeah. um one life falls another yeah whatever and obviously choosing to be kind of the bad guy there but yeah. it was just great how he he got how well they handled that scene! It looks very, it looks pretty compelling. 
Um, it's still at an early stage here. I mean, there's a lot of graphic stuff that wasn't really you'll, finished you'll just yet. Play another stuff. five hours, then go play something else anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, it's looking like a good game. I think at this point it looks very Mass Effectish, but you know. Yeah, I mean that might just be their. I just wonder build. if they somehow license this stuff from. My, I mean, in this case, it's not a Bioware property, but it seems like they're doing it just like them. It's like, they always. It's like even when they're not doing an actual Bioware follow-up, they just copy them. Is Bioware will be looking at this going, hmm. That's is that legal? <laughs> Well, I, I hope that the, the <clears throat> relationships are in place because that seems like what they're doing. Yeah, this, I don't know. It may be sketchy. We may be completely off. We're not but saying one the, way or the other. Well, the good thing for us, though, is I don't care because it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play it. If they can get it out and get it in a box, we'll play it. Yeah, we'll play that. Oh, that's looking good. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, yeah, I, I feel a lot of things where one thing about Grand Theft Auto I'd like, you know, they always talk about the story mm-hmm. and how this guy gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And... Granted, there should be limitations. I don't think I should go and, you know, run over people in the street. But I think this gives me the idea to play the game whatever I want without yeah. going into the futuristic, yeah. um, well, all this technological save-me battle system and just have the guns and the brains and figure it out. Yep. I should make a Bond game like this. Ah, uh, th- that would be interesting. Yeah. Have a role-playing Bond game. Yeah. There are, there are other Bond... Um, Treyarch is working on a Bond game right now. Yeah, but they're all the same. Yeah, because Bond movies are all based the on same. the new movie. Have you seen the trailer for the new movie? I have not seen. You the should trailer. go check it out. What's it called? Um, uh, Quantum of Solace or something like that. That sounds like junk. Oh, the trailer looks nice. Well, okay, but the name sounds like junk. Daniel Craig makes a good Bond. All okay. right, we'll talk about that later. Um, Off the podcast. What else did we do? Sony Online. We saw more than just uh, DC Universe at Sony Online. We went to we got to see EverQuest two. They talked a little bit about uh, their the their next patch, board. which is going to be patch forty seven or something like that. Update forty seven. It's their update forty seventh update. They update every six weeks. So yeah. we do them they're back. showing the, some new epic collectibles for people who collect stuff for their trade skills. Some uh, some void monsters that you get to kill is um, kind of a new thing that you new kind of event thing I guess that's in there for for what you can do. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't really follow much of it since I don't do much of EverQuest yeah, 2. Yeah, so we played EverQuest 2 and we went, yeah. we don't really, yeah. but... Um, but thank you for showing, it was very yeah, nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, even even pause and let me get a lightning shot, so that was kind of cool. Yes, so we have a picture of that up soon. Um, we'll try and get up as much as we can from that sort of stuff, but really, for EverQuest 2, you, you know you're going to watch read your own yeah, patch You guys are, old, you guys are ahead of us anyway. Um Suffice it to say, they got more combat, com- uh, excuse me, more content coming for you, and it's looking looking like they're putting some effort in there. So keep going. Um, and Champions of Nora. Champions of Nora, their their tie-in uh, trading card battle system. I hadn't really heard of this, and it's been out for a year. Yes, it came out about a year ago, I believe. You can actually find some information about it in Saving Throw. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't know at the time was. You play the game in order to get loot in EverQuest or EverQuest 2, mm-hmm. and you can earn cards in EverQuest or EverQuest 2 and play them in Champions Yeah, apparently you're getting drops of entire booster packs. So yeah. you don't have to buy all your... It's, so no, unlike if you're already, Magic, you don't have to spend money on every single right, pack if, of cards. If you're already you paying just, money on EverQuest, they yeah. figure you can play the card game for free. So you might get a, a drop of cards and get to use those in the in the, in the 
champions. And if, Nora, if you don't play either game, a lot of people are just taking those item cards that people turn into loot in the game and trading them for higher value actual playing cards because, you know, they don't need the loot. Yeah, so if you just play the card game and you get the one of those loot items for the game, and just trade that up and uh, say, yeah. Yeah, for, for the people who don't know, it, it's, it's a little more interesting than the magic just kill them all, you know, kill your opponent. You can win the game entirely without striking your opponent once. You can decide to solve quests on the side, and if you solve four quests before the other person, you also win the game. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. All right, and then with this trading card thing that they have going, um, it's all electronic. I don't think there's an actual no, physical no version actual of physical any of these. Um, it looks, by the way, it looks a lot better than like the last time I saw Magic the Gathering online. So they well, got, Magic they the got Gathering got online looks card. really good now. Oh, 3.0 is really good? Yeah. Okay, I haven't downloaded 3.0. I should download 3.0. Yeah, it's, it's much improved over what you okay, saw. Good. Because, um, all right. But this looks really good, and they're doing uh, some other versions of it. They've got a Star Wars Galaxy one coming up, yep. and which is kind of the same basic rules, archetype, you know, mold. You just get to have Darth but, Vader um, and stuff Different instead. keywords, different types of powers, stuff like that. Um, and then we saw another RPG that's using that, well, but it's, it's a, a simplified system. Yeah, they're using a very simplified version with a different rule set, but, you know, I, I'm, it appeared like there was a similar structure involved in the rules. So to me, it yeah. might be different rules, but, you know, the same type of HP display and power display and stuff. So mm -hmm. I think there's some similarities there. And they were using it in a game called Free Realms, um, which is a free-to-play game. It's aimed at a younger this audience. Is SOE's first free-to-play game? Um, I don't know. So it, it must be. Thinks so right. it is. So it's a free-to-play game. You'll have a subscription option, which they're targeting five dollars. They don't have finalized no. pricing. It's going to be targeted not for even beta yet, so. And they're also considering a family pack where you could get like a six pack of subscriptions for like fifteen bucks a month or something like that. Just in case you have six kids. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> it takes care of anyone. Or maybe it was only ten bucks, but they know. they haven't finalized the pricing. But uh, um, yeah, so you get in on that, and it's free to play. You don't have to get the subscriptions, but. Uh, you can uh, go around and you know sub solve quests, and there's a lot of mini games, and there's a lot of emphasis in this uh, MMO, this Free Realms MMO, which is obviously aimed more at kids, at everything being fast and easy to get to. Mm -hmm. So you get in there, and uh, say you go to a soccer field, and you say I'm going to start playing the soccer mini game. Everything's like every, almost everything you do there is a mini game. Even combat's considered a mini game called yeah, combat. Yeah, com um, the combat mini game. Yeah, whatever. they might come up with a fancier name. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you go over to the soccer field, kick the soccer ball, it starts off the soccer mini game, and all your friends get a notification that you're starting the soccer mini game. Right. Or, or at least all the people in your party that is. Yeah, well, I'm assuming I think you can send it to your friends. friends too. Yeah, I hope so. And um, they can just kind of click a button and just zoom and automatically be in the soccer game with you. Yeah. Even if you're not doing an event and your friend's, oh, all the way over there, you can just, oh, I can just warp over and see. So, I mean, yeah, so you just warp over to your friend and stuff. So they made it really easy. They've taken out that whole boring world traversal stuff that keeps Why are you 20 people. minutes away? Yeah, just forget that. And they know that it's a social game and they need to, you want to get to your friends and they're keeping it simple like that, which is really cool. And uh, they can get, uh, oh, um, yeah, even the trade skills and stuff is all mini games, which I thought was cool. Yeah, a little more interesting. Let's see if it's interesting just... or not. Then, um, well, you can, then there will be microtransactions as well, where you can get items that are. It gonna... was all apparently dress up, though. Well, no, not all of it. They actually said there would be some items that have unique abilities. Okay. So, in nothing that you are able to buy with microtransactions, you won't be able to get something of equivalent power, but albeit different powers, by just doing stuff in the game mm. so they don't, it's not going to unbalance the game but it, you know you can you can't make buy your, your custom way to the top. character look different and, you know, spending is... your money 
And you might act, they're considering giving you an allowance of uh, every so often or every month if, if you're you a have subscriber. a membership. Yeah, if you're a subscriber. Uh, because the, the question comes up, what do you do about kids who don't have access to a credit card? And they've also provided the ability for parents to give those kids a wallet and just say, I would right, give I'm myself a wallet. Deposit 20 bucks like, into your account, and that's what you get to use for the next two months or whatever. Um, Until you steal my wallet. <laughs> that's free realms. Um, and we also saw... Nope, that's it. Well, that's it for Sony Online. We went over to Square? Yep, and then we went over to Square and actually played games. We actually played games. What did you play? I first played Dragon Quest, of course. Yeah, what, was, what did you do there? What was like? What was interesting? What did I also get to do there? I got to wander around a, t- a town and not figure out what the quest was supposed to be done because I think it had already been done. Okay. You know, there's always a main objective in each town. What chapter were you in? Uh, well, I had everyone in my party, so I think I was either four or five. So, uh, if people don't know, Dragon Quest Four is kind of separated into chapters where you get like to play through each character in your party's backstory first, and then and then you, you all to come together call, with the hero. Call, everyone and, comes together with the hero. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, I'd, the hero wasn't actually fighting, and I don't know if he was selectable, so it could be either four or five. No, whatever. But anyway, so you didn't really do much in Dragon Quest Four. No, no, you no, just no, tried no. to. I wandered around the town, and I kind of got bored with that. I said, you know what, this is Dragon Quest. We go outside, kill monsters. Mm. So I went outside and I killed monsters and I went to a mine and I was trying to save the people who were dying from gas in the mine and that's when uh, the PR guy came over and distracted me and ah. I we started more talking about Dragon Quest and what to do and how to, you know, market five and six more than anything. <laughs> but then you uh, went over and started Infinite on Discovery, didn't you? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, have you seen this? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen it, but I haven't played it. Which I think is a big one for everybody. You have to play it right now. But you already talked about that. I really. did. Yeah. And, and while I was where you just, I couldn't pull you away from Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I was playing the heck out of Chrono Trigger trying to try and figure out what they're doing with this game. Excuse me. And um, I, they, you know, all the things we went over from their press release, I could see all of them. You know, they uh, well except the Wi-Fi. Well, except the Wi-Fi. There was no demonstration of that. But uh, they were making use of the sec- second screen. The map was on the bottom screen, actually, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. The, but that's okay because it makes sense because the touch control for moving your character around is also on the bottom screen. So the idea is you look at the map and kind of see where you want to go. Um, it's just kind of thing like hold the stylus to the edge to run to to the right or the left or the up or down. Right. Kind of like you don't want to cover up your, your thing. Yeah, you don't want to cover up your thing. But uh, and then like only move it a little bit to the right if you want to walk and stuff. Oh man. And uh, so I thought that was interesting. And the all right. The other elements of that feature set are things like the you know, obviously touch control for your battles. So you have menus. They change the the menu interface. So if you're used to the little um, little text menus for for the attacks and Chrono Trigger, they've changed this. They've given you big blocky ones that you can point to with the stylus <laughs> on the bottom stylus. screen. Yeah. So it's like attack, tech, um, item, and uh, you can also just thumb through it with the, the control pad just fine. And, and choose everything. It's just you have a big screen for your for that your battle menus instead of the just on the bo- the bottom part of the screen. That was actually something I noticed in Dragon Quest Four was is they had these rather large icons for attack, magic, you know, run and, and uh, items. And I clicked, <laughs> I tapped it with the stylus, and nothing happened. And I'm like, wait a minute, why is there this giant button? And he's like, well, we just wanted to make it easier to read, but we didn't actually add the touchscreen. So there mm-hmm. are no touchscreen control controls in Dragon Quest Four. Yeah. There's no? Nope. No, they're just big. 
That's the weird. Chest big. Yeah. That's really weird on the. DS. I know. I was confused because it's on the bottom. Yeah. And I kept tapping it, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, trying to press attack, and I'm like, "Am I doing it wrong? Does hmm. it not work yet?" And he's like, "No, there's no touchscreen control." Well, on touch. Well, in Chrono Trigger, everything's touchscreen, and apparently there's an option, and I've seen this reported, and the PR guy told me this, so I'm gonna believe it's true. They just didn't have it in the version at the at the conference where you can turn the the new kind of features of the of the port off, as far as the interface. And go back to the traditional Chrono Trigger interface oh, that you nice. know and love. Do you get to get the map still? Um, no, that would be part of the thing that you're turning oh, okay. off. Well, right? I thought you just meant like you wouldn't tap it anymore. But. No, but no, it's like you'd only have one screen on. And, oh, okay. You uh, basically be, would play be, like a, a you play just thing. like yeah, just like uh, well, just like the original Chrono Trigger. Right. So. Um, but like playing a GB. But I could not get that option to work. I asked them; they couldn't. They, there was an option one there, and there was a whole menu. There was a whole screen of options in the menu that was just grayed out. They didn't have a, available in the demo. Mm-hmm. Um, was able to play through the beginning part up to where Marl gets kidnapped. Ooh, spoilers! Um, oh no! I was playing play this game like very beginning, beginning part. And you get into the first battles that you do in the game, and then you walk off screen. And it says thank you for playing. And then they had a, a save game. I was able to load that up and play through the part where you need to escape from a dungeon that you've been locked into for reasons I won't spoil. Because, because you were bad. Well, you might have been good actually. No, you're always bad. No, I'm always bad. branching paths. Um, anyway, I got the through there and, and beat, the the, beat the boss, which is the mechanical dragon thing. Um, but I, I was able to see that they have retranslated the script. And um, one of the things is there was a note in the original game that kind of said, um, uh, you know, which gave a very uh, you know normal way, like, you know, by the way, you know, the head of this boss is weak versus sword or gun attacks, which should be fine since nobody would use those attacks, blah, blah, blah. But in this one, it was like, you know, this is the new, this is the battle take. I guess I should get it side by side to really compare. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not giving the original one enough credit. I don't remember it telling me much at all. I kind of. But this one is like, out. you know, it, t- it told you where the weakness was. This one is like, yeah, the the weakness is a uh, well, first some flavor. This is the battle tank X forty three or whatever the heck the name is. It's uh, only weaknesses are guns and and swords to the. To the to the head, which means you should be gay, should be okay unless some raving lunatic decides to come <laughs> attack this thing with a sword, which is like, yeah. oh great, my main character has a sword for his main weapon. <laughs> I mean, you have to think that's pretty good logic. They're like, you know, we're gonna drive this huge tank, and you really think someone's just gonna run at you with a sword? So come I'm not doing now. it justice, but uh, the way it read was actually rather funny. So yeah. it was, yeah, it uh, it, pretty so it sounds like they've done a good job of translating it. The thing is, it it feels very very um, contemporary. And the text I've been reading, other than that, and so well, it doesn't feel like that it's in a fantasy world. There's no that. No, there's none of that reality as far as feeling that. The, I don't want it to sound like verily or I don't want the tactic style translation. But it seems like it should be a little bit more like, I don't know, you know how people authors of sci-fi that do fantasy always throw in stuff like oh, thank the light or something like that to make it feel like a that it's a different world with different idioms and different expressions than you. This doesn't seem to have this. It's very contemporary, well, which is the only shame to you're it. You're playing in the two most normal areas, too. I mean, you're yeah. playing in your normal time, mm-hmm. and then you're playing in just a little bit in the past. Yeah, I know. I guess, I don't know. So it just maybe, feels very modern in the way it was raised, but I, I didn't sure see that better. much of the dialogue, yeah. so I hope it'll just get a different feel. They might feel not be done. More. They might just throw that in just to have some Yeah, text. who knows? Who knows? But the but it's definitely been updated, and at least you know if we actually get jokes that are properly translated this time, it might be funny. 
which I guess we did before. I mean, I don't we remember Chrono Trigger's trans- translation really being bad at all. It was a pretty good translation. And there were a lot of things in tactics I didn't really think were bad until I reread no, them. No, there was a lot of... There was a lot of things that were bad. You couldn't read it in bad. the original. Some you could. You could read you, some. Like, they kept changing the names on you. Well, and the spellings and punctuation and... Okay, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Tactics, you couldn't even have thought it was. Hey, they got the job names right. Read the tutorials in the original. Oh no, <laughs> they don't read tutorials in anything. Yeah, um, <laughs> they should make Xbox achievements of actually reading tutorials. All yeah, right. <laughs> this is another thing we asked about achievements in Infinite Undiscovery, and they didn't seem to. They didn't to know seem to understand. In fact, they were surprised that I mean, I'm as far as we're sure concerned, it's, it's a required. requirement for being on the 360 platform to have full 1,000 points in, of achievements. They even put it in Final Fantasy XI, for crying out loud. Yeah, so um, no so, idea what those are going to be yet. I have to wonder about that in the future for Xbox, the MMORPGs. Um, you put in achievements, and then you can't ever expand it on your expanded content. Yep. It's always, did you finish the original game? Yeah, I'm done. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind uh, of You just deal with it. Um, it's all even anyway. All right, so that's all for Chrono Trigger. And then we it. we tried to play a little bit of Song Summoner, but you know Sean did a good job of explaining that last week, mm-hmm. or I guess a couple days ago rather. Um, hey, I made a bee monster. I'm better than him. Yeah, um, we didn't really get to play it with very much. But it was the last five minutes of our time. That was all I needed. We're gonna spend more time with the Square Enix booth tomorrow and the next day. So we are. Yeah. Here you are. Well, we're both gonna be there tomorrow for interviews over Star Ocean oh, and yes. Infinite Discovery and Last Remnant. Yep. And then um, and Song Summoner. And Song Summoner as well, and then I'm sure we'll put some gaming time in there on Thursday because um, I'd like to spend some more time with Final Fantasy IV. I actually spent a little time with Final Fantasy IV today. I should mention that I wiped out. I got wiped out. How do you lose? I lost to the to the to the demon guy who is in the cave where you can't use any metal. Ah, you lost. I picked up. I know. I picked up at the point where like Edward was like, "No, I must play my harp. They need my help." And he played the harp, and I got help. And then I was like, "Oh, I don't know how to cure everybody." You tapped. Didn't work. R? L and R didn't work. And it, you just press. No, you just press over. I tried pressing over. It didn't work. Uh, yeah. Because of that is why I died. Because I can forget to target my spells everywhere. Maybe you can't. That would really suck. If I just did the wrong spells. But I thought maybe there were certain spells. I was spells using Kuraga, Kuraja, and well, I, Kira, Kira. I tried both and no, tried tapping yeah, them that, over, and it was hmm. the only one to target one person. And it, it just went downhill from there. So the battles are definitely ch- uh, decently challenging. So ask your reviewer. Yeah, um, but we're, yeah, we got a review of that coming soon. So oh, oh, it's up. Oh, it's up. That's why I didn't bother playing it because yeah. we've already reviewed. It's already it. been reviewed, so you don't need me to tell you about it. No, it's awesome. That's all you need to know. The music and the other thing is, I, I was listening to the music. You usually can't hear the music in these things, but they have the headphone ports open, so I plugged in my my headphones just to listen to see how the music of Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy IV were. It sounded pretty good. No complaints. Like the videos, no say. complaints. Sounded really good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. So I was happy with that. That's that's it. This has gone way too long. That's we. Yep. That, <laughs> after that, we went to the Bethesda party tonight, but we didn't really get to do anything with Fallout Three. It was just a lot of watching Mike ride the bull and get free food. So and beer. That's uh, that's it for day one. Um, day zero and day one, I guess. Yeah, it's been technically day one. Yeah. Uh, day zero would be the day before the actual show, but there's usually press conferences. Yeah, we used to have day negative one. Yeah, that was weird. It was because they kept making them earlier and earlier. And now they've decided, you know, for the first day of E3, you should just spend more time in conferences. So we're going to get more photos up and try and get some impressions up. Um, Hopefully, uh, I don't know what we'll get up tonight. We'll get the photos up tonight, for sure. Yeah, because it's (laughs) a
point and click. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. Um, I don't know about impressions. I'm hoping this will tide you over giving you our audio impressions and games. There you go. Let's see, uh, see what we do when we go from there. Um, that's it. We'll uh, catch up with you again tomorrow night. And until then, this has been GCast Special E3 2008 Edition Cast 1. <laughs> Level I, don't up. Know, I needed more modifiers. <laughs> All right, that's it, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.